Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question was anonymously posted in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash What Fresh Hell Cast. A new mom wrote in to say, has anyone found that more is not more when it comes to help and house guests with a newborn? My in-laws have been here for a week. My newborn is two weeks old, and I'm finding it all more annoying and inconvenient than helpful to have extra sets of hands. Sounds familiar, right, guys? And it might be too late to help this original poster now. I hope it isn't. But the thing is, you forget this stuff. You forget this newborn stuff, right? And, and you'll find yourself back here next time if you don't plan ahead. Back to what the poster said. I feel like I'm exiled to the bedroom for all breastfeeding and just in general because I can't handle the constant interaction and endless questions about what I'm doing, where I'm going, what I'm looking for in my own kitchen every time I wander into a common area. I kind of reached a breaking point last night when my husband was out running and my in-laws offers of help just felt like bombardment. I went back to the bedroom and started crying, mostly from exhaustion and hormonal changes, but also grieving that I can't just go grab a snack in my own house without having to have some big intrusive interaction. I finally yelled at my incredibly supportive husband when he was just trying to help me with a diaper change that I needed to be left alone. I think I'm grieving what I thought would be a difficult but bonding two weeks as a family of three before my husband goes back to work. I just want to spend time with my baby, heal from pregnancy, and hang out with my husband, and now I think we've just lost this time. I know my in-laws have the best of intentions and I feel in some ways I should be grateful for the extra help and grateful my son has such loving grandparents who want to spend time with him. But I'm just overwhelmed with resentment at the moment and I'm taking it out on my husband for indirectly facilitating this scenario. Am I just being crazy and ungrateful? No. No, anonymous poster, you are not. We've all been there. It's such a tough time when the baby first comes home. And the thing is, There are two things that need to happen. Yes, the new mother does need help because her body has gone through a lot and she shouldn't be doing everything. There's helping you and there's also being around this very exciting new baby, which let's face it, is really what's driving the train here. That's really why everybody's staying for a week is because they want to be with the baby and helping you is sort of the excuse for being there. And the two can definitely get twisted. And then what happens is you have extra people living in your house and and there's kind of nothing for them to help with, right? Particularly when you're breastfeeding, when everything about the feeding has to happen with you and it's new to you and they're trying to 
justify their presence by being all over you when you're trying to like get some coffee. And so, yes, all of that can become super exhausting. I'm sure you know this now, original poster, but your partner is home with you right now and two adults and one newborn is kind of enough. You don't need anybody else living with you now. You need it in another two weeks when you go back to work, when he goes back to work. Nobody should be living with you for a week. Nobody really needs to be staying overnight at all. I think some of this is left over from the male parent being viewed as like a complete dum-dum and useless. So either your mom or your husband's mom have to come do everything. And there was also a time not so long ago when the mom really was supposed to stay in her bed for like a, a week, 10 days after getting home from the hospital. She wasn't supposed to move. Doctor's orders. That's not now. Your recovery is still present. Your recovery means not hiding in your bedroom, right? Your recovery means not having to talk to people, not having to deal with people that aren't this baby that's taking everything you have. You shouldn't be stuck in your bedroom. And it's no wonder that you feel like you have to be because it's hard to learn to breastfeed when your father-in-law is hanging out in your living room, desperately trying to look important and justify why he's been sitting there for a week. You decide, new mom, who's living with you and when. It is fine to have the people who came to visit and thought they were going to stay for a week, leave. Come back in two weeks or a month. This original poster said her spouse is actually going to take parental leave when she goes back to work. Okay, let the parents move back in for a couple of days then. None of this has to be right now, right? So file this for next time we have a baby, everybody. The first weeks are for brief visits. No overnight guests at all unless you, the new parent, the birthing parent, the breastfeeding parent decides that you want them, that you need the help. Then you can always change your plans. Plan A is the loving grandparents and aunts and uncles who want to see the kid can save up for a hotel or an Airbnb and crash on somebody's couch because that's better for them too, right? They have eyes. They have a clue. They understand like, oh, we've been here for a week and we're all just kind of sitting here looking at each other while she's hiding in the bedroom with the baby. Like, this is weird. There's nothing for us to do. They're picking up on that. As you said, they're trying to be helpful. They're trying to feel busy and appear to you to justify their being there when they could just not be there. It's a little bit too late to help this new mom who wrote in, but in case your in-laws are still there, I think it's okay to say, look, it's your house. You can say, look, it's not you, it's me. I'm having some baby blues right now, like fall on your sword a little bit. Your husband can blame it on childbirth unpleasantness that's you know a little bit too un uncomfortable to talk about if that's what gets you what you need, which is more space. This is an intense, hard healing time. And the immediacy that everybody feels about seeing the baby and helping you and supporting is understandable. It's what they want to do as grandparents, but there is time for all of it. There will be many days ahead, new mom, when you will welcome the help with the baby and you won't be recovering from the very major event of birth. So it's okay to walk out to that very crowded living room and say, this is not what I need right now. I hope that helps. We will be thinking of you. And if there's anything that I can say that will really help, it is that this will get better quickly. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshallpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. 
I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Hey, are you a parent of a teenager? Are you feeling overwhelmed about how to be what they need while also holding limits and boundaries that keep them safe? Are you tired of conversations that negate how messy this season of parenting is? Well, I've got you. My name is Casey O'Rourke. I am a positive discipline trainer, parent coach, and the host of the Joyful Courage podcast. Every week I come to you with an interview, digging into tough topics with experts I trust and solo shows that go deep into the personal growth and mindset needed to raise teens in a way that grows them into confident, capable young people. I am not afraid of getting real about the intersection of conscious parenting and the teen years, while also bringing in vulnerability, humor, and lightness. I'm walking the path with you and honored to serve. Listen to Joyful Courage on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts.